The Ash, Lutzi and Susie O'Neill podcast. A man who needs no introduction, but let's give him a round of applause. He's Australian sporting great, the great Paddy Mills, joins us this morning. Yes, indeed. Not, not many people get a standing O, Paddy, but you are worthy of it. It looked like you really enjoyed the Olympic campaign, Paddy. Like it wasn't, it, it just seemed like um, despite everything you've done, everything you've achieved in basketball, that that. I don't know. You just looked joyful. You looked happy, and you looked very, very proud representing Australia at the at the Olympics. You could tell it's really important to you. Yeah, thanks, mate. And I'm I'm glad that came across because I was just kind of um, living the moment and just um, letting it all pour out um, at the end there. But um, yeah, no, I, I appreciate that because um, it's definitely what I felt. <laughs> it's 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 so great you're coming back. We're, we're going to talk about the Paddy Mills Unearthed Australia Tour, where you can experience Paddy if you've got a young kid in particular that obviously will be inspired by one of our truly great Australian athletes. When you were a young athlete, obviously, and you were started playing NBA, you were, I imagine there was a part of you that was just doing it because you were a talent and, you know, you were you were obviously in the, in the limelight. At what point did you start thinking, I've really got to start embracing what I can contribute and, and giving back to a generation of, of, of Aussies and, and kids across the world, but in particular, Indigenous kids? Yeah, I think that was always um, in, ingrained in me just because of the culture that I, I, I was brought up in. I think it was just finding out how to do it once I started to, um, you know, get to the next level and the next level. Um, but it's it's still ingrained, obviously, and kind of just taking the opportunity to, to grab the, the bull with both horns and kind of um, run with it, so to speak. But... Um, you know, a big part of me um, gets a lot out of that meaningful give back stuff to, to kind of fuel the fire for, for, you know, the next goal kind of thing, yeah. We were trying to work out how many Indigenous players have been in the Australian Olympic yeah. team for basketball. And like I know Danny, obviously, from back in the day in the 80s. Has there been many in the actual Boomers team over the years? Michael Armat was the first uh, Indigenous Australian to represent Australia at the Olympics and World Cup. Uncle Danny being uh, being number two. I came in number three um, about 30 odd years later after that. Um, wow. And then Nathan Jawai um, for the uh, World Cup in 2014. Um, so there's the four of us on, on the men's team. Um, I think there's... Um, roughly the, the same number on the, the Opals team. But, yeah, it, it is, um, you know, I think a goal of mine to try and, you know, create opportunities for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders to succeed at the highest level in, in basketball. And I'm doing that through um, the IBA league that we've, we've set up around Australia. But all in all, I think it's just about creating opportunities, um, no matter what it is at the end of the day, um, get them on a, the right path and mm. get them inspired, get them goal setting and, um, you know, kind of dream big. Was there a moment for for you, Patty? I had a chat last week with Susan. Would she was talking about, uh, you know, her swimming career, and there was kind of a part of Susan that was saying, "Oh God, you know, I'm just someone from Brizzy. I'm just a girl from Brizzy. Like, like who am I to be a, a world champion?" And um, you know, you grew up in um, you know a long way from where you are now. You've come an enormous distance. When you look back now, with the benefit of reflection and some maturity, do you think of some people that stood out that really helped break through for you that uh, your true potential and where you could actually be? 
Yeah, it's a good point because I think living so far away from home, I was forced to find the little things that connected me back to home. Um, and I'm very grateful to have my culture for that and family that are so obviously heavily ingrained in the culture. I found stuff that I could, you know, practice culture on a daily basis, right? So, so that definitely helped. But then, um, you know, coming back to, to the community that I grew up in, coming back and, and, and touching base with all of those things, kind of the same place, just kind of retouching that this is who I am, you know, I'm no different and, and haven't changed in any sense. I'm just living this dream that um, I've always dreamt of and, and playing, but then still able to come back and, you know, jump in the dinghy and go fishing and <laughs> um, walk down the street and speak language and all of that kind of stuff. So um, it, it's still a big part of me, obviously, today. Just listening to you speak, I can see why you were such a benefit to the Australian team in Tokyo last year. You've you got such a calming nature and you were so open to uh, pretty much the whole team who got a photo with you um, over there. Did you really enjoy that leadership role and did, did you find it tiring at all? Or are you, are you naturally extroverted and it gives you energy to spend so much time with people or is it something that you really had to work on? No, I, I love it. I, I think the calming nature of myself comes from my mum. I think she's very, you know, that that same calming person, um, soft-spoken, so to speak. Um, but, I, but I love the leadership role. I, I love that responsibility. I love the, you know, the expectation. I think there's always, you know, a, a way to, to grow in those those sort of situations. The, the way that um, I was able to carry myself at the Tokyo Olympics, just came back from to preparation and being prepared for the moment. Being prepared for me, um, you know, both physically and mentally, you know, was probably the, the hardest working part of the whole deal. And then you roll into Tokyo and it's like, all right, we're here now, let's just execute the, the game plan sort of thing. But like I, I've said to, to you before, I, I gain a lot of um, kind of strength and passion from those little interactions that I have with other athletes and other coaches and, and support staff. So uh, I really enjoy it. The key day here, 5th of September, that's the 7th of September, that's Wednesday, and the 8th of September, that's Thursday. PattyMillsEvents.com, PattyMillsEvents.com. Get on it, have a look at what's happening. There's On Court, there's also um, Speaking My Language Uncut on stage. This is a must-see. Uh, 10 years out from Olympics, Patty. what's the message you're giving kids right now? The number one message that kids are in sport or, or anywhere? Yeah, look, just inspiring them to, um, to, to dream big here and shoot for the stars, I think. Me just being able to come back and have the opportunity to be accessible. Obviously, playing and living on the other side of the world is very hard, but to be able to stand in front of these kids and, and sit in front of these kids and, um, you know, try to inspire them as, as much as um, I can and, and give back in that way, I think is important. But at, at the end of the day, I'm giving them some insight into to leadership, into culture, into, you know, a balance of well-being and, and lifestyle, which I think is really important as a professional athlete. That sounds great. Did you say? Mate. Did you say sing as well, Pat? Did, did, did you say singer there as well when you're up on well, stage? DJ Sackman. Is, is it with DJ Sackman? Yeah. Well, I didn't say sing, but no, I went no. shy away from the no, mic. Wow. Well, can, DJ Sackman's going to uh, be there as well, right? You can do it all if you're going to come over. Here's a little number I penned <laughs> yeah. as well, and uh, I'm going to sit there and sing. It's a real honour to have you on the show. Paddy Mills, 
events.com for the tickets to see Paddy Mills unearthed on his Australia 2022 tour visit. He's good. In Fortitude Music Hall tonight. He's going to be talking about his life, his career, his lessons and learnings, and he might even sing a song too <laughs> uh, as well. But uh, that, that's great. Thanks, Paddy. You're a true Australian legend, mate, and uh, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you. Cheers, Paddy. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks, Paddy. The Ash, Lutzi and Susie O'Neill podcast.